Kimberly here. This is Macabish, cults, classics, and horrors. We're talking films, series, books, and life, and we're starting right now. Was, yeah, we had a couple different ones. We had we had an ending with the the, the hobo character, which you know I would I would play differently with a little bit more sensitivity <laughs> as someone who's uh, matured a bit and lives in a city where homelessness is is an incredible crisis. Right. Um, but so we did we did have something with him. And then originally that 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 last sequence that the animated credits at the end was originally intended as a live action thing, um, a kind of an homage, well, a, a, a definitely an homage to the end of Buckaroo Banzai, but also keeping the interpretation open ended, where the Minotaur, you know, you'd follow the horns of the Minotaur into the nightclub, and there's there's Kirsten Vangs' character, and she's not being let in to the party once again. <laughs> of <you> course. <laughs> And then the Minotaur is like, she's with me and, and, and can go in. And then in that distraction, the hobo sneaks in. Um, and, uh, you know, the Flemish tourists are there taking pictures and, and you know, all the, the gang's all there. Yeah. Um, and then the and then the, the party starts and the credits roll. It was, it was, that was going to be a live action thing, but we just, we only had one space. Uh, right. And we had to convert it into over 20 sets and, and a nightclub set with all of the cast being able to be present on the same day. It just, we, we couldn't make it work. So we did it as, as animation, but um, I, yeah, there was that, I, it was really fun to, it was really fun to end the movie with a celebration of everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Right. If that makes sense, seeing everybody oh, yeah. together. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it, it, it worked great as a credit sequence, but there was always just this sense of like, and I love that about Buckaroo Banzai. It's like, just seeing everyone together and celebrating like that's, oh, yeah. that's a good that's a good feeling can't end every movie that way but uh, nope. but it's a good feeling they yeah. did it you know they did it with steve zissou uh, life aquatic they did they did there too so it's not the most original idea but but it definitely worked for a movie like this yeah it, it was well. it was effective like, yeah you know so did they die did they not die it's like you know mm-hmm. what i'm not answering that for you yeah exactly that's not my job right <laughs> nope that's that's your job to, to take to take from it to discuss it to parse it mm-hmm. to this kind of movie, I expect things to be left to the imagination. I mean, yeah. it's magic. The whole thing is about imagination. So right. to over to over explain is so not necessary. And exactly. I think people who think people who think that it needs to be over explained are people who just don't get it. They're, they're yeah, not. We, we we call them film executives. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we don't live in a in a society that encourages creativity and imagination. I think maybe mm-hmm. one of the blessings, if you will, of, of something like a TikTok is that it's encouraging people to be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, they seem to need to be shirtless or in their underwear to do it. But it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's another part of American society that uh, mm-hmm. we don't have to talk about. But um, yeah, but I think people are inherently more creative. Than, than anyone gives them credit for. And I think, I think a, lot of, a lot of my work is about, a lot of the work that no one's seen, uh, unfortunately, is about um, freeing that, getting back in touch with that, uh, dealing with that. Uh, come, Dave Made Amaze is coming to grips with, with that as an adult and trying to be productive with it. Uh, other projects of mine are about characters who've lost it and have to get back in touch with it or um, you know, societies that have, have actively, proactively discouraged it and, and are paying for it and the, you know, the, the cancerous result of that. Yeah, um, that's the truth. You know, that's, that's what a, a lot of my work is about. But the point, point being about things people 
feeling things need to be overexplained, you're not giving people credit for their right. creative intelligence. Mm -hmm. um, and I would rather work in spaces that do give people credit for that. Yeah, one Especially thing I hate is when a movie, Jesus. yeah. Right? Horror fans yeah. are the most like down to play, creative, the wildest group out there. Like they're, it's not, you're not trying to convince them to go on a ride. They're trying, they're telling you, mm -hmm. hey, the ride has already left the gate. Are you with us or not? Right. Like, you just know? give us, give us something yeah. or we can just lose ourselves in it. Like, we, yeah. we don't particularly care what it is as right. long as it makes some kind of sense. Mm -hmm. And yet, and yet we keep getting the same iterations of the same old stuff and we're just bored to death. That's the reason why I have hyper-focused so much on um, indie filmmakers, because right. at least they're trying to give us something mm -hmm. else. I'll tell you, you would have loved my Tremors. What? You made it? What? Tremors. Oh, sorry. Okay. There was, now there, this there needs a, more information. <laughs> there was a headline about this a, a, a month a month or so ago. I got hired. Uh, I had to pitch. They were just, it was uh -huh. just a blind pitch. They were taking pitches from all different writers. Uh, I pitched on and got the job to reboot Tremors at Universal, and they, they've since canceled it. Ah. Uh, but I, I, wrote the, I wrote the script, and, you know, they were very great people to work with, and it was a guaranteed contract. So in spite of the project being canceled, it was compensated. Um, wow. But uh, so I, I'm sitting on a script of a Tremors reimagination, reimagination that is super fun, super smart, really fast, really playful, has an internal logic, but mm. knows that it's a movie about giant worms. Um, and it was it was great. It's a great script. Great. You Another movie I'm go I wish I yeah. could watch and never will be able to. That's fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. We loved it. We can get everybody who's listening. Send emails and call Universal and tell them to put the project back on because we want to see this. Right? It was good, man. It was good. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I was really proud of that script. I think about it a lot. There's just certain moments that are like, wow, that that exploded. You know, it, it, and it would have felt like it would have felt like a Tremors movie, hands down. No, mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm a I'm a huge fan of the original. There's no question. It would have felt like a Tremors movie, but you also would have been aware it was the Dave Made a Maze guy because I was getting, I was getting not, not meta, just, just fast. There was a lot of speed in it and there was a lot of great, uh, I loved the characters. It was an, it was another ensemble piece and I really loved, uh, the, all of these characters had a lot. I, 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 they, I had a little bit more room to, uh, and, and it was mandated by the studio to, to develop a real surrogate family. Wow. Um, so they each, they each had some, really clear points of view and, and motivations and, and you know if, if cast properly that uh ah, it would have crushed it would have crushed mm -hmm. so annoyed right now yeah <laughs> I'm so annoyed thing. like i don't know if i don't know if i'm annoyed sad or angry at this point because <laughs> of this i'm gonna man i'm gonna feel all that other stuff later but right now i'm just annoyed yeah <laughs> Because all the stuff we would want to watch always seems to get uh -huh. canceled or shelved. And then uh -huh. they continue to give us stuff we don't give a crap about because yeah. it's just like everything else we've already seen a thousand times. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's corporate America is not a place for, for anything other than one percenters to thrive. It's just, it's uh -huh. just not structured. It's not structured to, to serve people, you yeah. know, 
And I always try to think of like, how can I be of service, you know, to a story, to an actor, to a production designer, uh, to an executive, you know, how, how can I be of service? But, but corporate America is not, not designed to yeah. serve people. I think the problem is it's not possible to be of proper service to all of those things all in one shot. Right. And I think that's, I think that's why a big, a big corporation, a big band, a big, and any, anything that gets too big can, can no longer serve mm -hmm. the reason why it, it got popular attraction in the first place, you know, right. A restaurant chain, you know, like, yeah, right. Anything. I'm sure at one point McDonald's made food that didn't kill you. Right. <laughs> but not yeah. when you're not when your goal is to have a sign that says billions and billions served. Mm -hmm. Well, do you ever mm. think about just just fundraising for your, yourself and just seeing what you could do? Yes Make and no. I'm I'm determined after after having written I think six movies um, and have not gotten close to shooting any of them. Um, I am determined. I, I I made a short film that's kind of weird, kind of meta, and I've I've started expanding it into a feature that I think. I could shoot for, for significantly less than Dave made a maze in terms of ambition. It would be in scope. It would be a much, much smaller film than Dave made a maze, mm -hmm. but um, it still has something to say. And I still think it's some really powerful moments. Um, and, and much, much more importantly, it's something that I think I can get shot. Yeah. Um, I haven't done fundraising and I, you know, I've contributed to friends GoFundMe and Kickstarter and, and and script or there's there's other there's uh, there's specific to filmmaking fundraising sites. I've contributed mm -hmm. those. I've never felt comfortable asking for donations in that regard. Mm -hmm. um, even though you know, at the end of the day, everybody who financed Dave Made a Maze, they 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 get checks, but they haven't made their money back. Um, right. They do they do get quarterly checks and statements. They haven't they haven't broken even yet. But you know, there's a degree to which we understood that looking for financiers for an independent movie made by somebody no one's ever heard of was, you know, a tax deductible contribution to the arts. <laughs> um, and I think there are a lot of people willing to do that. And certainly there are a lot of people financially in a position to do that. And, and people who would be supportive. I just, I don't feel right about crowdsourcing. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. I, I donate right to so it. much, to, so many Indiegogos. I have to do pre-orders. People, if they want to see your stuff, they will pre-order. They will, you know, put money also, in because they want to see it. I also think, I also think, to be successful with a independent crowdsourcing campaign, you have to either have a huge online following, which I do not, or you have to be, it, it, you have to run it like a full time job. And sometimes people hire people mm -hmm. for that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's some, it's something I, I probably could do. But I also am like, look, I don't. The filmmakers that I love, they don't have to. They don't have to go on Kickstarter, you know. Like I, I, I want to be that, you know. Like yeah, I, I hear you. There's like there's who I want to be, sure, you know, and, and how they're how they behave, and, and times are changing constantly, and and there are a lot of people who I probably should want to be, who are much younger than I am, who are much more quickly embraced the things that are out there, the tools that are out there in terms of not just the digital filmmaking tools, but also the, uh, the social media crowdsourcing tools, you know, and that they're. they're they'll probably get further faster than I am because, because I have a dinosaur's attitude about it. Um, and part of me worries, this is just full disclosure. Part of me worries that like five, six years on from Dave made a maze, 
this guy's out here kickstart like wow how, how far how far have they fallen you know and that, that that's just as, as sort of a career move as a look doesn't 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 quite feel right you know um but maybe that's just snobbery uh, on my part maybe that's just uh, being hyper concerned about appearances and, and and maybe you know for a while it was stubborn faith that one of these things i mean i had shit going i had a feature greenlit at lord miller that fell, fell apart i had a series uh being uh, produced in bangkok for netflix that fell apart uh obviously tremors fell apart um i've had things that seemed like they were going to happen on a large scale that would mean i wouldn't mm-hmm. be in the, the boat of like indie filmmaker with 800 followers wants to make another movie who's going to give him money you know like i, I there were uh, over the years there have been enough near misses along those lines that, uh, that, that made me feel like I didn't, I didn't need to lead that charge to get the next thing made, but, but maybe that's where I am. I, I have a great job now that I love doing uh, stop motion and, and, and puppetry and miniatures with, with Mattel. Um, and I really enjoy it. Uh, and it's sort of given me the freedom to sort of say, okay, okay, I'm making money. I'm, I'm getting my reps as a director. Uh, mm. I'm working with great people and I'm in a great space. So what, what, maybe what do I want to do next as opposed to being a little bit more like I have to get something going. Right. Um, and maybe, maybe that's the headspace to be in, to be like, you know what, as you say, there are people who would want to see what I'm doing. I, I have enough, you know, also in, initially with Dave made a maze, we were talking about crowdfunding. We were shooting a crowdfunding video, but we couldn't use, there were rights issues with like, we couldn't use our rip reels where we had cut together. Uh, you know, we got some of our financing because we used a video internally where we cut together, um, clips from all the movies you'd expect. Um, Goonies, Neverending Story, Legend, Labyrinth, mm-hmm. uh, right. and, you know, play, played Dance Magic Dance and pitched our movie with, you know, and, and we had clips. A lot of our, our production designers came from Robot Chickens, so we had clips of Robot Chicken and clips of all the actors that we had wanted to work with some of, or, or with the actors who at the time had said yes to us. Scheduling didn't allow for all of them to, to ultimately be in film, but, you know, so we had, we had clips from network shows and stuff that, that we didn't have the rights to. And I, I don't think we were able to, at the time, we weren't able to use that on a public platform like Kickstarter. But now I have, you know, in a, enough of my own material between the music videos I've done, the puppetry I've done, um, and the, the and Dave Made a Maze, plus the shortness of the concept for the feature that I could, I could put together a much stronger, um, I could put together something much, much stronger. And maybe that's the way to go. We've had people here, like uh, Steve Merlot, he made the Sawyer Massacres. Mm-hmm. He does not have any kind of following on Instagram, like none. And he worked on his script for like 12 years. Wow. The movie got made, and he's All on to his next one. So yeah. he he funded it on, on Indiegogo, and he's on yeah. to the next. I don't even think he's doing a um, crowdfund for the second one. Not yet, yeah. anyway. If he is, If he's going to, he hasn't yet. And, I just... uh, the one I want to make is small enough that I think I think I could I think I could hit hit a target goal with crowdfunding. So maybe that's the way to go. I mean, to me, just think of it like letting your fans support the work they want to see. That's, that's all it that's is. That's a great that's a great yeah. uh, readjustment of attitude. That's a that's a really nice that that perspective that attitude that is that is that is great. Right. And honestly, whenever I see one of my favorites, I'm always excited. And they're, oh, we're doing a crowdfunding. Great. Mm-hmm. Send me the link. Let me see it. I'm happy to support. 
And I think a whole lot of us, especially horror fans, we're always ready to support what we already love. Always. So I think really it would be kind of cool if the future was getting funding from fans instead of like corporate. Yeah. Because you know your fans are already gonna like what you put out and you don't have to beg. Right. Yeah, yeah, I guess that, I think that's it. I think it's snobbery. It feels it feels like begging as opposed to being a professional. But but it's right. not. It's embracing. It's accepting mm-hmm. that you have people that want to see your work. Yeah. Um. It's accepting current realities of the way projects are brought to life. Um. Mm-hmm. And it's it's ultimately, you know, especially since most movies are streamed for free, you can think of that 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 donation as the ticket price. Mm-hmm. Right. But also exactly. uh, a lot of us, we want, we like physical media. We are happy yeah. to pay for the DVD, the Blu-ray, give us a poster. We're happy mm-hmm. for sign mm-hmm. it. We're, we're happy for all that. That that's, we spend up way too much money on Indiegogo's <laughs> for that. And we're yeah. happy to do it. Nice one. Well, that's, I appreciate that. That's, that's, a, that's a, that is a very good, very good and very new way to think about it. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're all tired of what the studio machines are punching out. Oh, so man. this is how we get what we want. And, you know, if, if we have people like you who want to tell the stories and have a story to tell, and if it's a story that we're interested in, yeah, I'll, I'll buy into it. I'll pay the admission price. Well, you know, it's, got, it's got ninjas and aliens. Gets me a Blu-ray. Well, I'm in already. Ninjas and aliens. All right. <laughs> I'll let's buy go. Into that. <laughs> See how little effort that took. We're already like, yeah, <laughs> this is amazing. Ninjas versus aliens. Like, I don't need anything else. I'm in already. I don't even care who's in it. Right. We we don't care. Like, when is it coming out? That's yeah, all we want to know. Exactly. Can I buy a Blu-ray and how much will it cost me? That's it. That's all I want to know. <laughs> all right, then. All right, then. You, re- you rejuvenated me. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just all in the way you look at it and, you know, just remember your fans are on your side. We, if if anybody's on your side, it's your fans. Mm-hmm, you right. don't have to beg. Right. You barely have to convince us. Just send us the link. Right. I hear you. I hear you. All right. All right. But we're glad you you came came on yeah, the show. Absolutely. Oh, very man, excited. Honestly, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, yeah, it's it's always such an honor when anybody reaches out, and it's just so it's. We knew a move. We made a movie that was going to be a slow burn that was going to pick up over time. So it's great that mm-hmm. like Tubi, Shutter, years after the film have, have helped expand the, the the people. We just want people to see it, you know. Oh um, yeah, and that's great. That that's I just saw on Twitter this uh, zine in Japan in a bookstore did like a cartoon recap of the movie, and it's like you know how many awesome. years later mm-hmm. over in Japan and somebody was not only saw it but was inspired to create as a result of it it's like that's that's the best that's just oh yeah the best. yeah yeah for sure and you get more of that like seriously just collaborating with the fans that's what makes movies and filmmakers just beloved because it's like great we're making more movies well when's the next one coming out let me know mm-hmm. so i can be ready and then you you just change the whole dynamic of how you make movies yeah yeah, yeah, it definitely makes sense. I mean, I it, I knew we were making a, a specific movie and an odd movie and, and in many ways a small movie in spite of its ambition. But at the same time, it was like, I'm making a movie so that the movie is seen. Like I'm making right. the movie for an audience. So yeah, right. a, a, often in the edit, 
it was a lot about like, well, what does the audience need? What do they need to know? What, what do they, what do they need to feel? Mm -hmm. What, what have we not, what are we not providing the audience that we can provide with a different take on how we cut it or a different, you know, a different sound, a different mix, a different intensity in, in, in the sonics, you know, it was, it was always to, to inform, mm -hmm. um, to inform the audience. It's, it's, you know, not, it's not a self-indulgent, <laughs> uh, it's not a self-indulgent enterprise, you know, it's right. for, it's for an audience, even if the audience is small, it's for them. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what uh, that's what I, as a as a fan, appreciate the most is when I can look at a movie, whether it costs a hundred million dollars to make or a hundred dollars to make. If I can look at a movie and I can think, wow, like this speaks to me. This has everything I want in it. This tells a good story. This keeps me involved. This has characters I can connect to. That's what I look for, and that's what I think the the general base of fans of Dave made a maze are, are looking for or going into looking for is something different and something that will speak to us, you know, to look at and, and relate to in a odd, weird, confusing way. <laughs> and also something that we can tell just by looking at it, that the filmmaker actually cared about what they created. And it's not really? just like, we know people need to make money, but we can also tell when somebody just coughs something up just to make money because yeah. it's usually terrible. Yeah, right. formulaic right. it's the same crap over and over and over again i mean i love superhero movies don't get me wrong but at the end of the day there's no real difference between spider-man and shazam and aquaman they're all the same basic cookie cutter movie yeah they're wasting they're wasting opportunities a yeah, any film absolutely. any film any scene in any film any cut in any film there's just opportunities and if you're not mm -hmm. capitalizing on them you know do something else and, you know, it, look at other people that have fundraised, like uh, the people who made Never Hike Alone. I think they're on mm -hmm. the third or fourth movie. They bring mm -hmm. in a truck ton of money with the Indiegogo. <laughs> Just it's a shocking amount of money, mm -hmm. like six figures. And most of the time, their movie is not even an hour. Right, right. You, you can do it. You just got to reframe yeah. the way you think about it. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're I mean, right. Same thing. Damien Leone with Terrifier, Terrifier. Look what look at what Terrifier Two did. Yeah, and it was made for you know on crowdfunding for a couple hundred thousand dollars. Right. I don't, I don't need nearly that much to make this one. So right. And then yeah. you can make whatever movies you want whenever you get ready because you are speaking to your fans who want to support you. Right. All right. I'm sold. I'm sold. Well, good. Because yep. we want to see some more movies. What yeah, the hell? So we don't want to wait for <laughs> old corporate men to be like, yeah, we'll yeah. maybe make something. Maybe. Through, you know, a hundred layers of approval and red tape and right. edits before it even hits film and your script is half of what you thought it was going to be by the time it gets ready to shoot. No. You don't even want, want your name on it That's anymore. That's the process. That's the process. <laughs> yeah, horrible. But this way, you get to control it. Whatever mm -hmm. it is. Yeah, I mean that was definitely the most satisfying thing about having entirely independently financed Dave Made a Maze was no one was no one was telling us what to do, mm -hmm. you know. That's and I I don't know you know that, that that's a, a, a freedom you only experience in the entirely yeah. independent space. Yeah, you sure. don't have to run your dailies past somebody and get their approval on how you shot something or how you framed something or how your you know arc is running. That no, it's all it's all you. Right. And, right. you know, you've decided this is the arc I want to tell. This is how I want my characters to go. This is how I want it to look. This is how I want to shoot it. 
you raise yeah. the money, you know, on your own. And that's it. Like, there's nobody breathing down your neck saying, okay, we need it tomorrow. And we need it to look like this. And we need you to shoot 12 scenes. And we need you to cut all of this out, but add all of this in. <laughs> right, right. And, you yeah. know, the, the irony would be, if you become successful just with crowdfunding, then, you know, the corpus would be like, you know what? Maybe we want to make that Tremor movie after all. Right. Because that's <laughs> yeah. how it goes. It exactly. was really funny when Dave Made a Maze came out. I was being congratulated by all these people and they were like, congratulations. Oh my God. You'll never have that much creative freedom again. <laughs> oh, terrible. Um, which is such a weird thing to just accept industry wide. Right. When you go ahead and, you know, start into production on the, the next project, then hopefully you'll come back and you'll talk to us again because this has been oh, fantastic. I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love to. And shoot us the link. Yes. Yeah. And so it, you can look, tell everybody. If I, if I crowdsource it and that's how the movie gets made by the end of the year, then it will be entirely because of you. So, of course, I'll be back. Awesome. I, I owe you more than that. Excellent. <laughs> well, thank you for coming. It's been a pleasure. Uh, I, I'm really glad you reached out. This was a great way to spend a Saturday. This is the number one place for macabre cults, classics, and horrors. For synopsis, reviews, and news, go to macabre.com. Thank you for listening. Signing out until the next one.